Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Hell yeah! Welcome back to season five. And how bloody good is it to be back in the studio? Yeah, loving it. Over the break, you just set it to the Philippines for a wedding. So uh, how's that tan going, Andy? Oh, tan going. It rained for six days straight. But you know what? I got upgraded the business class. Hoo-yah! So that was uh, pretty good. So I had a great trip overall. But you know what? Taking a holiday is the best way to mentally reset. Hmm. I know for a lot of you guys listening as business owners, it is so hard to take a holiday. But you know, a real holiday is where your phone isn't glued to your ear the whole time. And isn't that the truth? You know, I didn't have to work harder to get my business to the point where I could walk away for a few weeks. I just had to work smarter. Yeah, I think that's where some trade business owners get stuck. They think to be able to take a holiday, they just need to really slog it out and work day and night for months on end. And then you'll have built the business up to a point where you can walk away. Wrong. The truth is you can systemize your business, hire great staff, get your marketing right and nail your repeat customer strategy. Then you'll be jet setting off yourself in no time at all. Mm, So simple, right? Goodness. Hey, look, that's why we make this podcast for you so that you can learn how to systemize, hire, market and work with customers all so that you can build up a great trade business and be able to take a holiday just like Andy has. Anyway, anything you guys need to know about a trade business, we've literally got you covered. And if you've got a specific question, then remember to email us at podcast at lifestyletradie.com.au. The tradie toolbox got absolutely flooded while I was away. So a big shout out to you all who submitted questions and make sure you check your inbox because we've sent you a little something special. All right, Andy, what's today's topic? All right, the question comes from a New South Wales tradie. He asked, what is public relations, PR? My wife wants to start using it in our marketing, but I don't understand what it actually is. Okay, so let me answer that. What is PR anyway? To start, I'm actually not surprised that trade business owners aren't too sure what PR is or how they can actually use it to their advantage in their trade business. PR stands for public relations. It's basically a marketing strategy, which is usually free. I bet you that pricked up your ears, right? Yep, I'm definitely listening. Okay, so PR is an exchange of value. And what I mean by that is when you think about media outlets like newspapers, radio stations, magazines, they all need consistent newsworthy stories to basically fill their quotas. So often they're willing to give you free editorial space if you have a good hook or a story to share as a business. So basically, you give them a good story and your business gets promoted for free. Sounds good, right? So to give you an example, say you're scrolling through social media and you see that news.com has an article with the headline, Colgate is building community playgrounds made out of recycled toothbrushes. Watch this live unveiling right now. There's a high chance that didn't pay for this article and media exposure, but it's been seen by thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. So the brand Colgate is doing something they know that news outlets would want to report on because it hits the three pillars of being newsworthy. Those three pillars are one, drama and interest, 
like they've talked about recycled playgrounds, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Two, proximity and relevance, because everyone loves stories that help their local community. Mm-hmm. And three, timing. The story just happened. It's current news promoting you to watch the unveiling now. I bet a heap of you just said, oh, PR, a big fat nope. It sounds too hard. It sounds too time consuming. We aren't journalists. We aren't celebrities. We have no experience this sort of thing. So I'm just going to stay clear of this. But that's just not the right attitude. We can do this and we should be integrating PR into our marketing strategies. If the big brands can do it, so can we. And remember, the best part of PR is that for the most part, it's free. It costs you literally nothing and you could end up reaching hundreds, if not thousands of people in your local area. You know how much you spend on marketing. So imagine if you implemented some PR, you could potentially cut that marketing budget in half. You'd use the other half to buy a dirt bike, a jet ski. Or maybe it's even signing bonuses to attract new tradies, which maybe that's a bit more practical to spend your money on. Totally, and I vote practical. I bet you do. (laughs) (laughs) But before we can start spending money, you've got to understand what PR is and how to implement it into your marketing strategy. So stick with us here while we break it down for you. Okay, so let's break down how can trade business owners harness PR to promote their business. Firstly, you need a hook or a story. You know, for example, on a recent plumbing job, you know, you could have saved a kitten from a drain pipe, you know. That's not you go put a kitten down there yourselves and make the story up. Like, (laughs) this has actually got to happen, right? Or you teach underprivileged youth how to do basic home repairs at the local community centre. You know, these are called hooks because they hook the reader into wanting to hear more about your story. Yeah, a good PR story is usually what we call feel good. It's not about how much money you made as a business. It's not about how many employees you have. It's about highlighting a moment where you as a business went over and above and had a positive result. Yes. So one example of PR, I remember when we did this, we wrote a press release to the local regional papers when I won Entrepreneur of the Year at the Small Business Champions Award. And guess what? It really, really worked. And one more example for PR is if you could get your team of, say, 10 or 12 tradies, and I know a couple of companies have done this in the past, and what they did is they all went down to the blood bank and they all got there, got all their blood taken, and it took about two or three hours out of their day, which, you know, is a bit of time, but they got some incredible professional photos. They got the journalist on side. And, you know, they're not going to do that just as an everyday story, but when the blood banks are running dry and they really, they're calling arms and getting everyone, get down there ASAP, you bring your business and your team and I know people have had good credibility about that. So it doesn't have to be this huge story. It's just, you're just going to find the angle. And if you find the right angle, it's definitely worth it. And press releases are actually super easy to write. You just need to include a few things. So for instance, ours included a headline with our local suburb name so that we were highly relevant to the area. We included a professional photo so that they didn't need to come and take a new image. And there was a feel-good story about a local tradesman, that was Andy, winning a huge prestigious award. And the timing was really critical to provide to the media contacts because this event had literally just happened the night before and they ran it 24 hours later. And we also did this as well for one of our lifestyle trading members. And we saw some incredible results for them doing this PR work. You know, they were a building company and they just won an award for the Master Builders Association for Best House Edition. We rushed a press release with some amazing professional photos with a hook about the business. You know, the owner, not only did he own a building company, but he had 
five girls under the age, I think at the time of 14, you know. So, and it was just one of those PR press releases that was picked up immediately by the Saturday Telegraph, who run a story on the front cover of a home insert magazine. They interviewed him using his business name and the feature story, talked about his family and talked about how he was a Northern Beaches company and what he'd been able to achieve. Yeah, that exposure would have cost him tens of thousands if he'd actually paid for it. Mm. It included his company name, the fact that he was based on the Northern Beaches. It gave him huge accolades to include on his website. Now, the idea is the next time a local beaches customer is thinking of building a house, there's a really good chance that this tradie's business will stay top of mind and trust has already been built before they've even picked up the phone. Amazing, right? Everyone knows that building trust is the number one thing that get customers over the line. So if you can run a story like this and build trust with hundreds of readers and all you have to do is write a little Word doc and send a few emails, it's crazy, right? Get out and do it. By having these news stories or magazine articles on your website, you're going to build credibility with potential buyers so much faster because they're going to be so impressed that this reputable news outlet has actually worked with you and covered your story. So if your story is played on radio, for instance, you can often ask for the soundbite of the interview too or the story being talked about and you can upload that on your website too. Yeah, that's right. And we got the sound bite when we were on radio just recently as well, you know. I think what holds a lot of tradies back from this kind of marketing is they feel a bit foreign to it or a bit reserved because they think it's just for bigger companies. But this is a high-level marketing strategy. However, when done right, can have an amazing impact on your business reputation in your local community. And it puts you one step ahead of any of the competition out there. Absolutely, it does. Okay, so let's have a conversation about how you might write a press release. Yeah, so if you're going to write a press release, you have to figure out your story based on something you've done recently, like maybe in the last two weeks, you know. Journalists absolutely love new stories, not old hat things that happened a long time ago. You know, you might have to wait until something happens, but when it does, you're armed and ready to hit the ground running with your PR story. Yes. So we use a basic template. So it it is really easy to put this together. So the first step is with your business letterhead, write up an overview of the story. So the overview could cover or should cover what actually happened, how you were involved, where it happened. You need to include a high quality photo, maybe a video and any other relevant media. And it's likely that the journalists themselves will write a final story. So as long as your press release is clear and concise and is highly engaging, you'll have them totally hooked. You're giving them the basic overview just to get them interested. Yes, the headline in your email is absolutely critical. So make sure the subject on your email relates to your story, for instance. You know, local tradie saves kitten in drain. Local trade business upskilling use. Once it's drawn up, save as a PDF and start sending. Yeah, start with your local media outlet. So better chances to gain exposure is in your local paper versus any national ones. And it's really easy to find the emails on their home sites or any of the newspaper or magazines in your area. I highly suggest looking at kind of the sections and hunting for the journalist by name. And it's often in that business section or maybe the home renovation section of the paper. One might bite and literally run with your story. And often when one media outlet picks up your story, others potentially do too. And you know what, guys, when you've sent out that 
press release to the editors directly. Don't think that they're some big scary editor and that you can't pick up the phone and attempt to call them telling them that you've sent them the PDF or sent them a story because you know what? They're literally just people too. They're just trying to do their job and hit a deadline and you're actually doing them a favor. What's great about this is once you make a connection with that editor, then they start to contact you for last minute stories because they know that you're media savvy. And once you've made these connections with these journalists or these editors, you have this opportunity to ask them, well, what stories are of interest to you for this local community? Because now you're armed with knowledge and you can actually go and seek out these topics and deliver exactly the PR stories with photos that they would like. So what happens next? Well, not only will you get your face in the paper and your business for free, but you can now link the article on your homepage of your website. As seen on Channel 7 News, as heard on KISS FM. Yeah, and if you're keen to cut your marketing budget in half and generate some awesome word of mouth for your trade business, then PR is absolutely something you should add to your marketing mix. Okay, let's hit it. It's the first news segment of season five. Yes, and today's news story is crazy. Before I dive into it, Andy, let me ask you this. How much do you trust your staff? Well, 100%. I only hire people I trust and I know that are good people. For the most part, my businesses run with little to no involvement from me. I'm not there day to day, so I've got to trust that they are going to do the right thing and have the right intentions. Yeah, Right, it's true, but nobody would hire staff they don't trust. We want to see the good in all of our employees. That's why today's news story is such a shock for business owners. All right, all right, come on, spit it out. What has happened? I can see you've got something to say. I'm bursting. (laughs) So, well, in Darwin, Jake's Steel and Welding Company has taken an employee to court for allegedly stealing almost $90,000 from them. Wow, $90,000. How the hell did she manage to get that much money out of a trade business without anybody noticing? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it wasn't all at once. Right. But according to this ABC News, the employee was given access to the company bank account and was asked to take on the responsibility for managing the financial affairs of the Mm. business. Then, over four years, she pocketed $88,273 from the business until they actually noticed. Wow, that is crazy. You know, think of any employee that's been with you for that long. You've had great rapport. Heck, they've probably even been over to your house for a beer and hung out with your family. And then imagine them doing something like that. As business owners, that is just dead set heartbreaking, right? Many people cut and change jobs after just a few years. So the ones that stick around for four years plus are usually the absolute good ones. Yeah. Well, I guess they know why she was sticking around now, right? Well, she was banging the money in the door, baby. But how did they catch her? Well, the article by the ABC said the fraud was discovered after an unauthorised expense was identified on a credit card that was issued to her. And what's worse, she was the only person with access to the company's financial management software. Ba-bong. I still can't believe, though, she's got away with it for four years. Yeah, amazing, right? For some, 90K is a lot of money, but is it worth seven years of your life? Hell no. I mean, look at business owners. I always say you've got to know your numbers. And honestly, my heart goes out to this company. Going through this, it would have made it impossible to trust anyone else again. Right. We've all heard the horror stories of accountants skimming the fat and pocketing your hard-earned profits. Nobody wants to think about it happening to them. 
but it does. That's why my advice is to have a bookkeeper and an accountant from two different firms. And that way, they're essentially kept accountable by each other. And if something isn't quite right, you've got a much higher chance of finding out sooner rather than later. As the business owner, you are the last line of defence. But we all know how it goes. You're already struggling with burnout and the last thing you want to do is sit down and go through everything line by line. So we just tend to trust the other people to do the right thing, which 90% of the time probably works out fine. But when it's your business on the line, you've got to be all in. Yeah, exactly. And if you're in that situation, then you, more than anybody else, needs to get some safeguards in place to make sure everything's running correctly. Scammers can be tricky. So for instance, you might think you're looking at an invoice for Reese for 2K of materials, but they can change the bank details and suddenly you're paying it into a completely different account. For a non-professional, that can be super hard to see when you're auditing. You're dead right. I always say you don't know what you don't know. And there are people out there who will try and take advantage of that. It's really a sad truth. And news stories like this should act as a reminder to us all that none of us are immune to scammers of any kind. Yes. And the silver lining of this story is that they did notice something was wrong and the businesses followed the right steps to rectify the situation. So the issue is still going through the Northern Territory Supreme Court, but we wish the business owner the best of luck. Yeah, it must be costing their business a shitload in legal fees too. So hopefully they get that all back. It's a hell of a lot of effort to recoup money stolen from you. So seriously, every trade business owner out there listening, take the lesson here on board and safeguard your business finances ASAP. That's all for the news today. PR is absolutely something a trade business, new or old, should consider. Wait until you have a good hook or story to share, then jump on it ASAP. And don't forget, if you need a hand, then email us at podcast at lifestyletradie.com.au or head to our website, lifestyletradie.com.au. Right. Well, I think this has been a great way to kick off season five. Thanks for listening, guys. Absolutely. Feels great to be back. Catch you next week. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business Now, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah. Hold up. 